Welcome to episode 10 of the Grip It and Rip It podcast. I'm your host, Brian Burns. With me are my buddies, Andy Jacques. Yo. Chris Nalepa. Hello, everyone. And Sunil Sandu. Hello, hello. All right, so uh, let's start with some World Juniors, boys. How uh, how excited are we for these World Juniors? Best Just time of the year. It's two fun. weeks away. Different hockey. I love it. So good. Uh, what do you guys think? I think they're announcing the final roster tomorrow, but we have a we have a little bit of a an idea of what's going down right now. What do you guys think of the current roster and what it's looking like? It's looking pretty decent. What do you think, Andy? It's looking pretty good, buddy. Yeah, I really like the uh, I like the high end talent on a lot of different squads, um, and I'm really looking forward to watching uh, uh, the goalies for Canada this year. They look amazing. Yeah, you can watch them right here in Ottawa because uh, Di Pietro, <laughs> he's moved on over to the 67th. You think he's a starter? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. I, I think they're talking yep. like he's the front runner right now. It's Ian Scott, yeah, him, right? And, and Di, Di Pietro. Yeah, the 67th is just traded for him. So if you want to go watch him live when this is all over, you can go see that. Yeah, Which is pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. Find everything on Reddit. 67s are really pushing for the memorial cup this year they're 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 super strong super exciting some bad news on that front is uh formanton looks like he's injured the headline is formanton awaits further testing his team canada holds its breath that's a tsn article he was seen on crutches with a knee brace today andy you were telling me what what did the what did the fall look like what what happened well yeah it was kind of weird like he just kind of got like locked up with a guy pretty close to the net on just a a pretty plain looking drill, but it kind of looked like he, like his knee kind of went backwards and he did kind of one of those like hyperflex things. There was no like crashing in the boards. There was, a, it was a little bit of a hit, but it was more of a tie up kind of thing. But the weirdest part was when he went down, he was in con- some considerable pain and like <laughs> nobody came around to like help him off the ice. He had to like hobble up and, and, uh, and sort weird. of like glide himself over like he's in some kind of like foreign territory or yeah it that's was really disappointing was to hear yeah I, I don't like that Suzuki was just like floating around just everybody's like looking at him oh that was and the like, next guy I wanted to talk about I'm excited to see him play now like that's gonna he's gonna score some goals man from from like like geez. from like his uh, his junior stats or like for. Just uh, the know, excitement we uh, around his like game a Montreal. At the yeah, exactly. The excitement okay, at the okay, beginning yeah. of the year, you know, that was uh, there was a lot talked about him. I'm I'm excited to see him. I don't even know like his stats right now in junior. I haven't I haven't checked up on that lately. He's been like lights out for the last like two years in junior. I don't know why he got sent back down other yeah. than some other bureaucratic stuff. Maybe I don't know roster space and and all that. Stuff. I really thought he was going to go down to uh, Laval, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. Maybe he's just not. Maybe it's just not translating. I'm not sure. I mean, it happens. Well, it's also contract stuff, right? They don't want to waste years on his contract, so sending him down to junior saves their saves him for another year, right? Try to get him more mature, if that's what they're going for. They kept Dylan Strom for a long time in the uh, juniors. That's yeah. true. And he's still not panning out, so I'm not sure what's going on there. I agree with you in this situation. I don't think it was totally uh, called for just because what it's a learning experience right what are you learning in junior if you're this guy like nothing if you're just if you're just running away with it what's the point yeah pat his stats you, some more like uh what's his name debrinket and, and radish like yeah, for the who, otters that who was cares? nobody looks back at anybody's junior stats and gives two shits like it's the juniors what do you think sunil you're this is your guy what do you think about that um well 
Actually, I'm looking at the replay for the that, that hit there, but uh, I it wouldn't hurt him to go back. I mean, I, I, I again I didn't follow him, like follow his stats or anything. But if I want to, if I would go back to the hit, I I just can't. I I don't know what happened. Like it doesn't look like a very tough hit. Oh, um, he looks like he, yeah. yeah, man. I I don't know what happened. Like he seems like he can't even put any weight on his foot. It's a like, bummer, right? Eh? Yeah, Huge bummer. Yeah, but oh, Suzuki's uh, been been over a point per game in the juniors. Uh, well over, but also well over. But mm-hmm. Suzuki, every time he comes in, comes over to the to the NHL level, he can't make it. Like this has not been like a few times, but you know they tried him at the beginning of the season. He's not the same player. Like I don't know if he's felt. Up. He's got to fill. Yeah, it. it's the same thing with it's same thing with Formington, right? Like it's 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 consistently like last year he was in question to make it or not, and then this year same thing. Yeah, that hit. Yeah, I'm watching it too. Oh man, I don't know. And, uh, it's and his when knee, you say right, his knee must have hit something funny when he made that collision. Yeah, it seems like a pretty clean hit, and like oh, it's clean, it's, but yeah, it's just however oh, the yeah. knee, the yeah, it. I think it. It's like his knee hit whoever who was that? Who was it that he hit? It was. Uh, it looks like he hit that other guy's knee though. So, like, not an intentional knee on knee type thing, but that's still a solid thing to run into, you know. It almost seems like he took kind of an awkward stance because he, he got his leg intertwined with someone else, some other player, and then he was going to the net, and I don't know. Yeah, for me personally, like, I was really excited to watch Formington play at the juniors this yeah, year, just, yeah. you know, since fan, right? Like, that was yeah, that was my yeah. highlight, was I was really, like, I'm, I'm devastated if he can't come back. But we still got two weeks before the actual thing starts. But at the same time, once they make that final roster, right, they have to make a decision on him. Do they bring him over to Vancouver, or do they, do they let him, do they, you know, make that spot for somebody else. Hey, I'm excited. You know, if he's not going to come back, then there's no point. I'm really excited to see some of these young defensemen play too, because there's actually some really big prospect D playing this year. Like, so you got, you got yeah, Kevin like, Bouchard, who, Bouchard, who yeah. almost yeah. made Edmonton and they made the right choice to send him down. Is it that yeah. hard to make defense in Edmonton? I'm pretty sure I could. He, do was, it. he was touted <laughs> to get drafted uh, a lot higher. Evan Bouchard. They said yeah. his, his big uh, biggest thing holding him back was his foot speed, but other than mm-hmm. that, he was he was like NHL. He's a pretty ready. he's a pretty big young guy, eh? Six two, two hundred pounds. He's he's it's pretty good for a nineteen year old. Yeah, for sure. Um, another guy too from Ottawa. Um, a draft good draft pick was uh, Bernard Docker, Jacob Bernard Docker, mm-hmm. and they compared him to Velasic. They just said he's a very smart defenseman. Uh, nothing too flashy, but always consistent. Uh, Ty Smith, mm-hmm. who was a New Jersey pick, he was he, was, he played um, last year. He had some highlights too. Really, really good defenseman, pretty sound. Uh, Noah Dobson, and actually this was a good year. So the Islanders drafted Noah Dobson, and they got also Oliver Wallstrom, who's an American forward. But he's going to be a promising defenseman. He's gonna look good. He'll he'll probably be uh, top four, and there is some other guys on there like Pierre Oliver Joseph. But uh, there's gonna be like the Addison kid. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about him. Some of these these other guys, obviously they're they're decent. They gotta be good if they're there. But uh, it, it always comes down to the hardest working uh, forward. We saw Valino get uh, cut the last uh, juniors. So, you know, he, mm. him, Andy and I were talking about him uh, a show or two ago, saying how, you know, he was one of a few players to win uh, the same award as Crosby and Tavares, where he was allowed to play with a higher uh, level. Um, yeah, yeah. In the league, he was able to, to, to play more competitive. 
And then you yeah, know, next yeah. thing you know, the guy get he was picked what thirtieth by Detroit or thirty first or yeah. Well, things can change so quick with these young guys, right? Like it's so hard to predict. Yeah where they're going to end up and like within six months you know you could have a big crash in your stats and that could really affect your draft position well, even um so dal cole is is he no he he got exempt right he's not playing for them anymore because remember michael dal cole wasn't he like a top five pick for the islanders and like the only time i've ever seen michael dal cole do anything was in gm mode playing nhl huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've, I've never seen the guy That's do awesome. anything. And I, I think that might have just been a bust pick for Islanders. It's too bad because they got a lot of stuff going on with them, whether it be their arena losing Tavares. Uh, it doesn't seem like uh, a lot's going their way. It, it's If any team rivals Ottawa and the amount of disappointments they have to deal with, it's it's the Islanders. They're, they're a distant second behind us, but it's... it's yeah, I, I really feel for the Islanders. They, they've they gotten through a lot of shit lately. It, well, there's a huge name we're leaving out here that we really got to talk about. And that is? The number one 2020 uh, prospect in Lafreniere. Yeah, he's yeah. a good beast. Um, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, crazy good, like 46 points through 28 games in the queue or something like that. Like Crazy that he's the 2020 prospect and he's that good. Like, are there any players? He's 17. He's the only... He's the only one, right? He's the only 17-year-old that's going to be joining Team Canada? Yeah, since, like, I think it was McDavid. That's I think insane. McDavid was the last one, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he is young, and, like, if he doesn't score, like, the lights out, then that's fine, but there's potential that he might, and I'm really excited to see if this will happen or not. Gosh, Did you... it's shocking to see that 17-year-old there. Like, it's just, I like, I teach 17-year-olds, they're, Oh my god, <laughs> that's young. Yeah, that's really young. That's, it is. That's, that's insane. Like, See Ottawa's pick up there too. Shane Bowers. We, <laughs> Shane. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. We'll see how he does. We got we got quite a few guys actually. There's there's a lot of Ottawa connections this year. It's exciting. I want to talk just before we move on from this. Is just the feeling of the World Juniors. It's my favorite hockey event of the year. How do you guys feel about? Like, do you guys agree? Like, I love the World it's Juniors. Fun. It's fun to watch uh, the future prospects. I... It's fun to watch possible people Gritty being hockey. drafted, yeah. and it's fast. It's like it's 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 like playoff hockey, right? This is hockey that people actually like. These players really care about. They're on the biggest stage of their careers so far, and everybody most, at, most at least of in them Canada probably like most of them. Uh, well, maybe not most, but there's going to be a really big chunk of them that this will be the biggest stage they ever do play. Um, sort of in a a world's kind of uh, spotlight. There's a couple yeah. things like, I mean, I wouldn't really compare it to playoff hockey in the sense of the play. I would for the attention, in but, Canada. but uh, yeah, I guess I can only speak to that. Cause it's like, we're obviously here in no, Canada. Stats, but, stats show nobody else gives a care. Oh, really? Eastern. No, no. Yeah. It's yeah, I, was, the Canadian I, would, thing, yeah. I would say the Americans are starting to catch up pretty quick there, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I totally lost my train. Of thought. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I personally love, you know, it's Christmas time, right? Like it all it all starts after mm-hmm. Christmas and it was the mornings, right? It, when you're a kid, you got the time off from school, like, you know, you got your two weeks off as a kid and it was waking up to watch those European, we, we had so many when we were teenagers of the European ones, right? 
And it's waking up in the morning with your cup of coffee and watching some hockey. There's just something so awesome about that for me. I know Andy and I, we watched the Olympics together, the gold medal game uh, of the Olympics. And that was such a good one. We had breakfast, drinking our coffees, watching the gold medal game. That was just such a fun like it's just different right we're so used to watching hockey in the evenings i just sadly lately it's been very north american focused because it's numbers right nobody shows up if they put it overseas so they just keep putting it here in north america but and i think next year again is supposed to be in north america am i am i right on that they 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 flip-flop every second year comes back to canada um yeah but that it also will go to the states more often than it'll go over to europe now because nobody goes I th- yeah, I, I'd have to look it up. I don't want to quote it wrong. I have a feeling maybe it's going to the Czech Republic, but That'd um, be good. yeah, I really like the world juniors for the, um, so like whenever you watch like NHL hockey, it's very uh, refined. The lower scoring the game, the basically the more perfect the hockey's being played, if you can kind of follow yep. me. So like if, if the game was played perfectly, the score would be zero, zero. But with the World Juniors, I mean, they're young kids and they're going to make mistakes. And that's what makes it so interesting. Also, it makes it so that, like, anybody could can win. Especially with, like, the playing field getting more and more equal as the kind of, like, these years go by. Like, Sweden, Finland, the Czechs are, are, are coming up. But it's, not, it's no longer just Canada, USA anymore going to the final. You know, skip the whole tournament. Let's just watch sort of, like, the gold medal game. Like, we don't know who's going to be there. There's, like, a top four and like or five teams now. As a Canadian, you used to almost like you just ride it all the way to the final and, you know, it would be a good final. But now it's like you might not even medal. And that might be a, like um, it's a good thing. Finland is is scary good. They've been consistently dominant yeah, these tournaments, which is years, awesome. Five to ten years. Well, what was it? Was it six years in a row Canada won it? Didn't we get the six pack? Wasn't it? uh and like that, that it was exciting, it was like ago, because yeah, 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 well, that was when we were teenagers, right? We were yeah. we were young guys, but it was uh, it was exciting, but it started to lose something, right? Like if if you won every single year, it meant less and less as that went along, right? And now now that it's you know like Canada actually has to fight really hard for it now, like my my interest is peaked, right? I cannot wait to watch this. This year's team looks so dominant, right? Like we, I feel like Canada could look so great. And I'm just excited to watch those guys just attack the rest of the world. <laughs> well, the states look really good too. I mean, uh, I think this is going to be um, Hughes coming out party. <laughs> Let's see what this guy does. Yeah, that'll be um, exciting to see. So, and the and the the, the states are kind of becoming renownedly known for like their speed. They they start to become the, like the fastest team. Like, but the the cool thing that I watch is. Um, as these other nationalities get better, you start to see their influence in the NHL grow as well. So it's no longer just like Canadian dominated um, league anymore. It's becoming really widespread. And I really like that diversity because it's really neat to watch these other like playing styles um, of these, you know, other nationalities. It's almost like international hockey is a really exciting thing to watch. And like maybe, you know, the top players in the world playing at the, the Olympics would be something we'd be interested in. (laughs) <laughs> you think you think you think so this year yeah and you were right it's uh it is the czech republic this year being vancouver victoria it's a little tougher to watch some of these games i'm hoping the scheduling is uh is friendly to us uh east coasters because that's going to be kind of tricky for me i don't know i'm gonna it, the good thing for me is i'm a teacher so it doesn't even bother me <laughs> i don't want to get up for work <laughs> 
Uh, so uh, let's talk about Carlson in San Jose. I know we love, that's one of our favorite guys to talk about. <laughs> we want to talk about this popularity. Do we think this is uh, this is a fan favorite right now? Do you think it's, anybody's popular? It's the opposite. And <laughs> Do you think I, anybody I ca- cares? I caught something very interesting last week, and I just I, I just wanted to jot it down. Mm-hmm. There was like this this play at the end of the game, uh, Carolina San Jose. Carlson, uh, thirty seconds left in the game. Carlson makes this chip out. Uh, I think it was off the boards or just chip like right into the middle of center ice, and I think it was Dylan yelled out like effing Carlson like pass right to the middle like get like giving him shit and I'm and you know and it was it was kind of like fierce uh so if it was like his own teammate it's like how well is he fitting in there really <laughs> uh does this does this kind of indicative of why there's not really a contract talk or you know I'm kind of trying to spin the spin the web of uh he's going to get signed somewhere else I can almost hear the smile on your face as you're saying all that like it makes you a little giddy like just like yeah, screw you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's an. It's. It's an absolutely great story. Like I don't know. A lot of people have said. I know it's not a super popular opinion, and I definitely don't hold this opinion myself. But that Carlson was a little bit over touted in Ottawa, not just in Ottawa, like over touted by the media, and that he has had success, but people saw some flaws in his game that, you know, going forward. So now that he's on a team where he's not leading the charge, where he's not in control of the play it just dips right down to being an average hockey player or even below average hockey player in some people's opinion, like, but, which again, also, to me is uh, ridiculous, but also did San Jose really need a number one defenseman? Like they need someone that at that caliber, like, cause they have so many other defensemen. They're pretty good. Like Brent Burns is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velasic is still has like, he, I, I get he's old, but he's still pretty good. I mean, they have, a good squad, and where does he fit in? You know what I mean? Like, where he's on the third line, uh, he's still putting up numbers. I mean, he played 32 games, and he has 20 points. It's not bad, but I don't think he fits in, and I think that's why there's no contract talks, or I don't think he's going to stay, personally. But Well, he's out of the top 50, right, for points, which is really bizarre for him. Right, like it's it's a it's definitely a dip. It's definitely a dip in in point production and just in like, for me, it's not even that. It's contribution to the team. He went from the big fish in Ottawa to you know little fish, big pond in San Jose, little mm-hmm. shark. Yeah, he, uh, he's just not he's not going to be effective there. Like like we said uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, there with Burns, he's like you know, he's. Uh, he's kind of useless, right? They weren't looking for somebody like that. Not useless, but just not as impactful. Maybe he's going through some Taylor Hall syndrome. He's going to have a little bit of a downtime, and then the coach is going to say, hey, you're a shark. Start playing like a shark. (laughs) (laughs) This this sounds like a complete repeat of last podcast. (laughs) Yeah, well. So something uh, really stupid, I don't like this, but something really stupid happened. Um, Wilson got a taste of his own. I mean... Wilson got a yes. headshot uh, by Ryan Reeves. Like, um, that was an awesome game, but um, the end result kind of sucked where uh, Reeves really, like, knocked uh, Wilson out and he hit his head on the ice and it was kind of ugly. Anyways, uh, no supplementary discipline, whatever, I can get away with, I can get over that. There's a friggin' picture of this hit, like, Will, uh, Reeves is, like, laughing, basically, in the background 
or the foreground of Wilson lying on the ice, almost unconscious. He friggin' signs the thing. <laughs> like, oh man, that like made my blood boil. Old time hockey, eh? Like, and not like, you know, how long's, he hasn't played yet. Like he's still out. So from, um, from every perspective, in my opinion, that somebody like that, that like I mean it, that old time hockey, right? Like he got his revenge. He felt like the NHL isn't taking care of business. So players are going to, and that's something I predicted, right? Like I had said, if you, if you can't, if they can't control it, if the NHL can't control it, somebody's going to deal with it. But and they that's, did though. Oh, they did. They absolutely did. But if, if somebody's opinion, if Reeves opinion is he, they didn't deal with it properly, then they take care of those things on the ice. It happens. It happens all the time. I think he's just like using this as uh, you know, he saw an opportunity. He wants to be the bigger, like the bigger fish in the pond. So take out uh, the big he, guy. He's the more badass guy. The... guy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, in poor taste, he, he, he's all over social media, sort of like touting himself, which is fine. I mean, it's not, it's nowhere close to other sports, but I don't know. Just hockey's such a classy sport that like, this doesn't really fit in that much, especially the way things are going. But anyway, yeah, I find that that's gross. The autograph thing is gross. That's nasty. Like, why the hell would you do anything like that? That's there's no class in that. And there, that's that's the real theme with these kind of guys, right? Anybody like uh, you're gonna hate me throwing in, but Avery, right? And you, it's not like they're in the same conversation, but like Wilson is starting to be there. Wilson's starting to be like annoying to the whole league. Like, can you just stop like constantly doing that? Borowiecki, same same idea, right? Like, people are sick of his bullshit. Right. And Wilson, you know, like it's, I don't maybe, know. Yeah. Uh, maybe Wilson, uh, maybe uh, Reeves is trying to make up for that lack of money that uh, Tom Wilson signed for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, like, I mean, Wilson came back from that big suspension. He, all he's done is score goals, put up points, show that uh, he's an actual hockey player. Show that, like, he's turned, yeah, like he's turning it around, you know, I, th- I thought. And then someone, you know, it takes, makes an example of him or, or you know, takes uh, liberties with him. Well, and, don't uh, give them too much credit, right? Don't think that Reeves has like that many brain cells floating around inside his head. Well, he knows he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing, but that doing. doesn't make an intelligent decision. No, I, I totally it's, it's not. It's like the Evander Kane photograph with the friggin' the m- pushing <laughs> pushing up money. Uh, like, you got to remember, you know? like in in the world of hockey, it's not like hockey players are traditionally known. Like, there's there's a few guys that are smart guys, but like let's be real, hockey players aren't always the smartest guys. <laughs> But okay, so what's Wilson's recourse here? Can he go back and 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 hit Reeves or fight Reeves? Well, that's not going to happen anyway. Because why not? It's history. Well, because they're not going to see each other. Well, and it's history too. Ever not... again in their entire career. Okay, okay, but then by then this is oh okay next year then. But he can he can always take the high road and just not yeah. do anything oh, about it. Because if he does something, that's like, his, his only option. Will be... It is his exactly. Only he has. But also, That's... he put himself in a corner here. Like, we're not... I, I know Tom Wilson is a good player as well. But, I mean, he put himself in a corner. He, he planted a target on him by delivering those hits. But here's the thing that. is, like, why wasn't this just... So the blindside hit is disgusting no matter who does it and how it's done. Like, this should have been done with gloves off. Right, like the the yeah Wilson, if he wants to do anything, that's what he does. The smart thing to do if he wants to get real revenge on Reeves is do it like men. Drop the gloves and just duke it out. Oh, like oh, I thought that's what Reeves should have done for with Wilson. I agree. I agree. Like Reeves did the wrong thing, and I think Wilson, if he's smart, that's that. Like you're asking what the recourse is. I would say go kick his ass. 
like get in a fight. But he but he can't. <laughs> but he can't. Cause Cause he's no in the suspe- suspensions don't happen from fights. It doesn't. Like that won't happen. It's a fight. Hockey fights happen every night. It's fine. Yeah. You can do that. A blindside hit is what would get Wilson suspended again. A fight would be the appropriate way to deal with this. But it's not how Wilson. That's not his mo. His mo is cheap shots. So oh, no, he's, he's going to do eye fights. for an eye situation. No, he yeah. does fight, but. Wilson's gonna like a fight isn't equal to a blindside hit. But also, uh, Reeves looks pretty intimidating, man. Like I don't know. If yeah, he is. He's do a a fight, like, for sure. Right? I would he's just say I, I would ignore all the hype around it. If he comes, but like when Tom Wilson comes back, I think he's just play his game and avoid anything. Like let Reeves play into his own anger. Like let him do it until the next gonna... guy takes liberties with him because he can't defend himself or he gets kicked out of the league for a year. That's my point. Is like it's getting to the it's. He he can't really defend himself other than dropping the gloves. Mm-hmm. Like he can't, you know, he really has to stay in check. But anybody can run him because it might be their first or or, or second. That's what that's what he's he dug that grave for himself. He's in that position by being well. An no, asshole. no. I mean, he could still stand up for himself. Like he could still get into a fight by just not. I wouldn't do it with Ryan Reeves in, as per se. <laughs> any, I wouldn't like, do it either. Like. If you if you're playing any other teams and one of the you know one of the guys are taking a, a hit like they're trying to deliver a hit at uh, on uh, Wilson, I would stand up. But I mean, not with a dirty hit, maybe a fight or something along those lines, yeah, so he doesn't yeah. get suspended, so he doesn't get kicked out of the. That, that would be the thing just using wait his to brain. The and the whistles go away. When you play yeah. uh, Las Vegas, just you this know, team, these game? two teams are not meeting in the playoffs this year. No, they're not. They're not. It's not happening. I think Washington has a chance of going that distance. I, I think as the year goes on, less and less of a chance. But I think Vegas is going to be lucky to be... I know they're in position right now for playoff, but I think they're going to be lucky to be there. And making it pass, making it to the fourth round is not going to happen for Vegas. But I so, said that last year, so... So they played their two games already this year, like, uh, against each other? Do they play two games this year? Did they? I'm I'm asking if they will. Like that's not necessarily something that has to happen. That's not the schedule rule. They don't have to play twice every year. I thought everybody did a home and home. My bad. No, I don't. I could be wrong, but I I thought that was gone quite a while ago. I don't think that's happening anymore. I could be wrong. Anywho, yeah. Let's uh, so let's talk about these stats. Uh, we have absolutely crazy inflated stats this year. Uh, we've got Rantanen running away with the points race this year. Just going to bring it back up here. 52 points as of right now after 31 games. That's just obscene to me. The next guy is McKinnon with 47, which is also a huge number. Kucherov at 45, and then McDavid at 43. Those are your top four guys. I think that Rantanen thing, that's ridiculous. What does that put him at? 150 points almost on the year, just (laughs) below that. Probably 140 if he continued at this at this pace. Like, I don't. Can you keep that up all year long? I don't know. I doubt they that. Keep the teammates going but, with you. They're the they're one of the big yeah. things too. That's helping them out. Well, they're helping each other. Look, you got 39 apples. Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. But does do you think that he can? Do you think we're gonna have him be the guy at the end? Who's gonna win this points race in the end? I think either. Uh, I don't know. McKinnon or McDavid? Yeah, he's gonna be McDavid. Yeah, I yeah. One of those two guys. McDavid's quite a ways behind right now. It's a nine-point difference, but you know, 
and like time's ticking right we're at 30 games now like we're the halfway point is coming up a beast you know like andy and i were saying before like when he turns it up he's just he's such a dominant player Mm -hmm. how does he do it how it's that that nova scotia water so good yeah (laughs) yeah gotta bottle that and sell it i really want to see mcdavid run away with it again um, and not make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good. So he wins it back-to-back years, and but it spotlights the management as the, the awful garbage. garbage that they are. Do you guys think that McDavid is never going to win the cup? He will like, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, he will. He will yeah. He's got a long... You see, but is that going to happen with the Oilers? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good, yeah. Do they ever move him? Are they ever going to move in? I, I that would be a, such a stupid move. They but have a history. They have moved Gretzky. They've moved Hall. They've moved a lot of top end talent in their history. I know we're talking different eras, but Edmonton yeah. like to hold on to uh, their big talent. It's not going to happen again in this day and age. Ovi, Ovi yeah, never right. got They're moved. Too worthy. Ovi never got moved, and he won his cup. Took a while, but they stuck with him. He stuck with the team. It's true, and we're talking like brand new. Like McDavid is is. Oh, so you're saying that he might leave after his contract? Oh, that see, there's a possibility, and the contract can go to the agency, do the Tavares thing. Yeah, I think he's too classy to demand a trade, but Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, no. I think he's too competitive not to. I think if he feels like this management situation, remember his reaction when he got drafted when when they the, they won the lottery remember that i don't yeah. think he's too classy at all i think you're way off on that one i think he if if they way off on that down, one. Oh my God. well if they continue down this road, <laughs> well remember that like that's not a classy move he should have yeah, known the cameras are staring at him like he doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit about edmonton yeah but it's different now even his dad told like him uh when he was drafted he's like you're going to this team you're gonna make a difference and you're gonna play the best you can and he said, all right. Okay. So, you know. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Well, no, seriously, like, whatever. He had ex- If he didn't want to be there, he wouldn't sign the contract. Yeah, he wouldn't sign for that much. You know, he, he Oh, no, no, I agree. But if things, else. if things, okay, you don't think that if things continue the way they are, which is absolutely atrocious management, Connor McDavid is getting into his late 20s and he's at the prime of his career and he feels like he needs to move like Tavares did to go win a cup, he won't do it? Like, if a team, and, like, we can't predict who that's going to be in that whatever, how long is his contract, what's left on it, tons of time. But when when that, the whole the whole dynamic of the league will be totally different by then. But whichever team is trying to get him, probably Toronto, he'll he'll go, you know? I, did you say Toronto? Yeah, I'm saying that Toronto's <laughs> oh going God. to try yeah, to yeah. get him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really want to look it up, but I'm pretty sure he's got six years left on his deal right um so and he's what 21 22 now so if 21. you put him at his if you put him at like 27 which is supposed to be the prime Definitely. that contract's over so he could walk that's um right. i don't well that but that's different than like demanding a trade in the next like two years oh no no i'm not saying that i'm saying when when that time comes when he's at the prime of his career and if things continue the way they are he'll have no problem walking away from edmonton oh sure easy Tavares easy. did it yeah Anybody can do it. Like, the reason your Crosbys and Malkins didn't do it is because things were successful there. Ovechkin didn't do it because he saw a bright future. If you're Connor McDavid, right now, if you asked him, I don't know how optimistic he'd sound. Like, probably not very. (laughs) If you asked him honestly, if you said off the record, you know, obviously he's going to say the right hockey guy things right now. But honestly, if you asked him, 
I can't imagine he's all that optimistic. Like you say, what if he wins the scoring race again and they don't make the playoffs? Like he's yeah. literally the only one carrying the team and well, he's not if, carrying them that far. I think management's going to like recycle long before he, the thought of him being traded out of there, like ownership won't let him go. Basically. That, that would be, that would be the intelligent thing but, to do. If this isn't working, let's eliminate absolutely everybody that isn't Connor McDavid. Build your team around Connor McDavid. Like with, you want to uh, be the GM? You're the fucking. They did GM. that with Eichel too, right? With the coach. Eichel and the coach didn't get along well. Got rid of the coach. Boom, done. Smart. Yep. Today's NHL. <laughs> well, coaches are easily replaced, like easily compared to <laughs> franchise players. Just bring in Hitch, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll turn things around. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know. I feel like, uh, this points race is, is quite exciting, but let's, let's look at the rookies now. Is it even up for debate anymore? Is no. Pedersen no. the, the no. guy? Is he, does he want it now? Do we just give him the freaking no, no. trophy as now? As he yeah. stays healthy, he'll win it. But if he doesn't, then we'll see. A little Brock Besser last year kind of thing. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Don't want to jinx yeah. it. He's had two five point games already. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like he's he's at thirty two points now. That's that's even sixteen goals and sixteen assists. Uh, the next guy is uh, good old Colin White with nineteen points. Like thirty two to nineteen. That's yeah. That's just and nuts. he has plus eleven. Yeah. Isn't that gross? He's he's currently sitting at one point one nine goals. Uh, po- sorry, points per game, and goals per game, points <laughs> per game as a rookie. Like. He's a he's a, he's an effective NHL player by any means, not just rookie. Like as a player, he's an absolutely fantastic yeah. guy. Vancouver man, Vancouver has got a good player. My God, like, he got lucky. Yeah, absolutely. If you talk about Kachuk and White, right, the next guys on the list, they are great rookies right now. You say they're they're playing fantastic hockey as rookies, but I feel like Pedersen's just being a fantastic hockey player for any age. That's the big difference. Like he could win actual awards other than rookie, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of cool. Like, who would you compare cool. him as? Uh, like who would you compare his? Oh, game? Wayne Gretzky, obviously. Wayne Gretzky, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, so he's no. like the next boom player. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like he, he's, he is. He is. Just, there's a lot of them nowadays. Yeah, it happens every year. It seems like I remember uh, when we did our hockey draft a few years ago, and you know, every we were talking like Matthews is going to be a great player and all this, and I'm like, well, come on, guys, we can't have one like back to back. Like every year can't be one of these guys. And <laughs> damn it, if it didn't happen. <laughs> every year. Every year, there's another player who's like, holy crap, it's. Well, and we're already projecting out like two to three years now. Like I know who's, who's number one this year, Hughes. Who's like number the, one the year after that? The uh, young and, talent that's being that's being brought up is getting like, eventually this is going to start to even out a little bit. Like this can't, (laughs) you'd like to think so. Well, what I'm saying is like the NHL is, there's a cap, a little bit of a cap to talent level, right? Like, like, Nope, Nope. nope. Well, you're right. Expand. Oh, we're going to China. No, no, no. I mean more teams in the league. Yeah. He's saying, put them in China. (laughs) Just spin it out. (laughs) Bring in the Chinese, man. Do it. My God. Seattle yeah. 2020. Yeah, yeah, Seattle's coming. Well, no, Seattle's 2021-22. They oh, push that back right. a year. 
Yeah. Yeah, they did for uh, construction of the arena. Yeah, it's it's really just it's and and issues with the CBA was the other big the big thing is they're afraid to bring them in in the year that they might have to negotiate the CBA, so they're pushing it back a year, so it doesn't line up with that. They don't want a team coming in in that kind of uh, climate, so well, which is a really negative thing. Coming in early, uh, with maybe some uncertainty about the arena, he said. But it's just it's strictly arena now. I don't know. Maybe they have the CBA kind of worked out, just not announcing it. Well, I, I don't think it's. Only, you know. I don't think it's what the like. No, it's not what they're officially saying, but it, the dates. Who, Batman? Up. Yeah, he did an the league and the league or the team, right? They're not going to say it. Obviously, they're not going to say it because that means they're admitting to the fact that there's issues at the CBA talk. They want to keep that out of the public mind right now. But I think there are issues. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people in the hockey world are starting to already say lockout or strike. You know, so I know these are bad words, uh, especially in uh, in a group of people <laughs> who do a hockey podcast. But uh, <laughs> what the hell are we going to do? But Darren Detition uh, was hilarious. Someone's like. You know, get ready. That might happen again. He's like, nope, I quit. I quit. I can't I quit. do it again. Yeah, I saw that, I, actually. I saw that. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. I refuse. Yeah, I refuse. But I it's true, because that's their job. Their jobs are totally toast. A whole year on speculation. Oh, yeah. my God. Could you uh, imagine? A little bit of, uh, oh, that's how this works. It's worse than American elections now. We talk about this crap so much. It's because it's so, it, we know it so, so well in our lifetime. We've had so many of these. Like, it's just constant, you know? Like, it, it, since Batman came in and he's the worst human being, like, I just can't stand him. It keeps happening over and over and over. Since we got to get rid of, oh my God, get rid of him. Hall of Famer, man. Yeah. What do you mean? He is the worst thing that's ever happened. Monsters to me. Touches the cup every year, man. Oh man! So we got Seattle, uh, whatever they're going to be called. They're going to be in the Pacific Division. Totems. Yeah, totems. I like that. (laughs) But Arizona is going to shift over to the Central Division, which I think makes a little bit of sense. Seattle's got to fit into that spot, right? Like they can't not be with the Pacific guys. They have to be playing against Vancouver. Right, you would. Yeah, you that's going to be a new rivalry. Good. It's going to be a really good one. Yeah, I heard some people talking about Seattle. Is like everybody's saying it's going to be fine, but for a sports town, they're not exactly that. Right, it's more of an arts town, and having another major sports team might be a bit of a, an, you know, people are nervous about it. Right, that hockey isn't the climate there. They've got their football and that's going well. They got their baseball, but to have uh, hockey, they're I don't know. I keep hearing like polar opposite views right i either hear it's going to be great or it's going to be a disaster what do you guys think they also said that for vegas (laughs) (laughs) yeah um well what did we hear about vegas it'll never work yeah uh you know (laughs) they went to the final first year exactly like it's going to be all court you know it'll all be a a hotel uh, voucher (laughs) tickets like you know, but the, the opposite. I mean, the, the town rallied. I, I mean, they had like, the it, perfect storm for that, though. They had a terrible disaster that uh, that rallied the city around that team, and then they took off from there. And they had that magical race. You know, like it. It was a perfect storm for built. Like it couldn't have been a better climate for. It's what the city needed. The city of Las Vegas needed something to rally behind because they were hurting so bad. And they did. They found that hockey team. They're like, hey, this is neat. They got behind it. They started winning. They fell in love with it. They they made such a show and a spectacle of it. Right. As much as I can't stand having a team in Vegas because I'm anti uh, southern cities. And, you know, if you can't have ice outside, you can't have a hockey team is my opinion. But 
they did the best job of of marketing it. They did the best job of making it so much fun to go to those games for the people in Vegas who love a show. They put on a show and they won hockey games for the city. They said it the whole time, right? We're doing this for this hurting city. So it was the perfect thing. Can C- Seattle's not going to have that. You know, so if they aren't a market for hockey, like Vegas was not supposed to be a market for hockey, would it would it fail? I'm just trying they, to play devil's advocate. They wouldn't be building a brand new building with the ownership that they have if they weren't confident it wasn't going to work. Yeah, I, Arizona did it. I know, but I'm just saying, like in today's, it's the Batman thing. It, it's gonna it's gonna happen one way or the other. I mean. It's gonna happen. I don't. I don't well, no, no, no. I, what I meant was, it's gonna successfully happen. Um, also, uh, also, Batman doesn't say yes for for anything. What, you know, he's he's very saying. financially like. Yeah. Stay, but he has though. He said yes to Arizona. He said yes to Carolina. He said yes to lots uh, Atlanta. Lots of failed. He's had tons of failed endeavors. He said yes to lots of bad ideas. Yeah, he said yes to good ones like, too. So mm-hmm. it's any other. Any yeah, he has. That's what I'm saying. Like, I really, it's probably close to a 50 50 on good and bad. Let's flip a coin. He said yes to you Winnipeg. Know? Yeah. And he also said no to Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one who took them away in the first place. Right? Like, you got it. You got, he's, um, just, you guys just love him because he's a Hall of Famer I now. I do. I got a poster now. <laughs> you guys are Famer. Four by 30. All right. If, okay. If Batman wasn't confident this was going to work. Why isn't there a team in Quebec City already? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the city oh. went ahead and built an arena, like, without per- – well, not permission, but without sort of the promise of a team. Yep. They built the, one of those, like, if we build it, they will come. Well, guess what? They yep. don't see a market there. They don't – you know, like, it has – it's – they've done their homework. I think they've – maybe with the Arizonas and the Atlantas and stuff, They maybe they learned their lesson early – like they got to do the the fan poll, the season ticket stakeholder, the the ownership actually, group, like actually, actually do, do the due market diligence. research. Yeah, exactly. And Seattle's it, if it doesn't work out, um, I'd be shocked. Yeah. No, I'm not. I I really I don't think it's that bad. I'm just saying I've heard whenever I hear talk about it, it's either people within the league saying that this is so good it's going to be a great thing and then just people who from seattle you know like there's some media people in that saying that this isn't the right place for hockey and like there's a team so close right vancouver isn't that far away right it's uh well maybe there's a lot of seattle folk going to vancouver yeah um to watch you know being that it's so close and now they'll actually have a hometown team yeah which would yeah, that would be great. Like Ottawa, right? It was the same thing with Ottawa and Montreal, right? We had the same concept, and Toronto. Now, this one could be, like, what was predicted um, for Vegas. Like, the typical new team. Like, struggle for a couple years. Lose before you get good. Don't don't just go all the way to the final in the first year. Like, like this could be your, your typical uh, expansion team. Slow start. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Because that's the, the, that's the painful the couple and- years and... That's the fear of Vegas, right, is that they had this great start and you gave them the taste of winning. What if this year had been – and think, like, it's not a disaster, right? Like, I want the NHL to succeed. I don't like to see them flounder. So I'm happy that they are – they're a playoff team right now. They're in the playoff race. So they're still getting a taste of some somewhat winning, right? So – but what if that hadn't happened? What if they were, like, they go from second place to last place in the league this year? Uh, And then next year and the year after that, what – would they lose that fan base? Would they lose interest? 
Well, you can only sell two things. You can sell winning or hope. And last year you were selling winning out the door. Um, you know, like the hope is, is the, is the cover being filled. Um, and now that the, the, the league was fleeced of players to protect other players, I think a lot of GMs are a little bit more wise to how this next expansion is going to go. So I think Seattle even furthermore will really try the stock the shelves approach, you know, be good in a couple of years rather than try to steal away players from teams to be good, like immediately, yeah, whether, whether or not. Doing this uh, again. Yeah, it's kind of discouraging, change, yeah. but they're going to, they're obviously going like, to pick as a the fan best of... they can though. They're not. Discouraging how? Uh, it's, just, it, it's tough to see your team lose, lose another guy. Yeah, and it's not yeah. just my team. Yeah. You know, I feel for Edmonton. I feel for Montreal. I feel for Toronto. It's like all these young yeah. kids are going to be off their entry level. And they're going to have their... Well, it's an, it's another reason why they're waiting that extra year, too, is so that pl- teams can get prepared for their ninth best player to be off their roster so they can kind of move guys around yeah. and, and and do some contracts so that, you know, it it, it favors your team. Because, man, Vegas ripped everyone off. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they just weren't prepared for it. I, I still think it's not going to be the same, but it's going to be similar. You're still going to have a lot of people losing players. They're going to... I don't know if the goaltending is going to be as good as it was for that for Vegas, but they're still going to have solid lines. No, I don't think so. I really don't. We're not far enough removed. Like the 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 pond hasn't been restocked yet of of the bottom six players that should be more like top six players. It's only been two, it's only going to be what two to three years removed from the last expansion. I don't like they're you know Vegas got the pick of the litter on so many teams. I don't think Seattle's going to be given that opportunity. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Uh, there's, well, there's, there's like teams yeah. that stick out for me that they're going to lose a good player. And it's it's still unfair yeah. though, like because even Vegas is exempt from even that this, this kills whole me. Like, that, kills me. You go to the final and you oh man, that is that they're way wrong. I don't wrong quite understand that. that one. Yeah, that one it's doesn't really stupid. <laughs> Batman, right? <laughs> It's it, it's an unintelligent decision. They've made an unintelligent decision. They're not using any rationale. They're not using reason. Oh, they're, just, they're just being <laughs> stupid. It's true. It's ridiculous. They went to the final. Why does Ottawa, shitty team, have to give up a player, but a team like Vegas, who's absolutely stacked, not just because they're new? That makes no sense. Yeah. Absolutely no sense. The league could not be more wrong on that one. Just plain wrong. Nobody agrees with them. Not a single person. Pull anybody in hockey. Nobody agrees with them. Tell me how you really feel, bud. Yeah. Cry me a river. <laughs> Vegas should give up five picks. Yeah, like who's Montreal going to give away? Nobody. They don't want anybody from Montreal. Yeah. yeah take <laughs> Montreal Melnick. actually take, gets take the whole all its good players. Melnick on? We'll give you Coke and pizza. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. No way. You're going to lose what? Petrie? <laughs> bake him. Bake him. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. Oh, well. All right. Well, uh, that's it for us this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, It was a good episode. If you have any feedback or questions, we'd love to get some more questions emailed to us at gripitpod at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at gripitpod. Uh, We'll see you later, boys. Stay regular. Yeah.